Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Spring is sprung in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, bunnies? They're everywhere. E- eggies? Absolutely. <laughs> Christ? <laughs> sure. He's up and at him. Uh-huh. Hanging out. <laughs> He's real stressed out because it's pilot season, though. I'm wearing my adventure pants. Oh, yeah? What did, uh, how are those suited for adventure? Well, you got They seem just like normal khakis to me. Oh, absolutely not. These Said are... the other character in the adventure pants TV commercial. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. Those just seem like normal khakis. Well, for one thing, you can't see this right now, but you get a, you got a reinforced seat. Mm-hmm. And you got a reinforced area where you might find thigh-to-thigh wear. Okay. Like, I'm not going to be vulgar. This isn't that kind of show. No. Fear this is your first time listening. This is that kind of show. <laughs> um, and then you got this, you got a set of buttons at the bottom so you can tighten up the cuff size. Okay. So you can tuck into your boot as necessary. Or, or if you're close in a place, around your boot. If you're in like a, you know, a rundown shed and there's a lot of rats, you're worried about a rat crawling up your pant leg. Or a snake. You just cinch it up. Let's say you're in a cobra situation. God, I, God forbid, but yes, I mean, that happens. Like, uh, I'm going to say a, a market in Cairo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A market scene. Yeah. There's peddlers everywhere. Here, I'll set the and scene. You, and dates. <laughs> We're selling dates and pots. And then That's you, it. <laughs> That's all we sell here. Then you hear... Oh, boy. That's when you, you cinch up the leg. Then you button that okay. extra button, close it down, you're ready for adventure. Ain't no cobras getting in there. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Jordan Jesse Go, brought to you by Adventure Pants. <laughs> was let's, all, let's bring our guest. It was all a well-scripted commercial. Let's bring in our guest this week. She is the host of one of the newest Max Fun podcasts. We have two amazing new podcasts at MaximumFun.org. Uh, she is a longtime sketch comedian, a recent, relatively recent transplant to Southern California. Uh, her name is Biz Ellis. Hey, Biz. Hi. Uh, she is the host of uh, One Bad Mother. A new show about mothering. It's been very hard to sit here and keep my mouth shut as you guys do your <laughs> obvious like intro banter. It I know was... that you. I know that you have a lot of Cairo marketplace material. Well, it's probably hard not to chime in. It, it really was difficult. But though I will ask you about the pants from just a design standpoint. Sure. Would it be better to cinch if it was a cinch feature versus a button feature? And I prefer. I prefer to do it old school. It's a little classy. These I pants agree. actually are probably. I, I'm thinking late '60s, early '70s. I uh, from the old Abercrombie and Fitch. Abercrombie and Fitch <laughs> used to be a safari. Outfitter before they were what they are today. I think there's people out there who think I'm joking. I'm not. That's a pretty. That's a pretty huge shift. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I mean, I guess. But I guess a probably a probably a financially sound one. Yeah. Well, they went as out of demand business. for safari stuff. Safaris goes. versus safari sexy because it's a sure. much sexier safari now. It's a much like you know what's intense about Abercrombie and Fitch now. The guys with the big muscles that stand mm. out on the corner. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like they're not even inside the store now. Yeah, they're just hanging they're just out there. Out, like you're, chest. you're wondering up on you. You're yeah. wondering, is he working for Abercrombie or the Orange Julius next door? <laughs> yes. it, it's hard to say. <laughs> he could he could be working for the hot dog on a stick, and he's yeah. just got plunger muscles. It's just a newer for making, for making that fresh it's a squeezed newer, lemonade. Sexier I don't know what you guys Cinnabon. are complaining about. You know, <laughs> he could also be there to beat off the cobras, but I don't know. That's I mean, true. It's... Is there cobras at Abercrombie and Fitch? Well, well depends I mean, on what mall you're in. A mall is it's basically true. a modern yeah. bazaar, yeah. right? That's true. Pots, dates, orange Julius, <laughs> uh, Sparrows pizza. Sure. Yeah. 
Can I tell you something? Sony I, store. I no. saw yeah the other day in a in a strip mall here mm-hmm. in Southern California. In a strip mall in Southern California, anything could be there. You could have a Tiffany's next to a medicinal marijuana store, <laughs> next to a bong store that could, that's in competition with. You can buy bongs at the medicinal marijuana store or sure. Tiffany's. Or Tiffany's for your yeah. weddings, right? For the exactly. Wedding, yeah, the it comes bong. in that. It comes in that classic blue bag. That's right. That's right. The what, wedding bag. What better way to say I love you? You can have a <laughs> Christian bookstore inside a kebab shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like anything can happen in a strip mall in Southern California. But it, what was going on in this strip mall was a big kind of low rent adult bookstore. Mm-hmm. A low rent adult bookstore. Yes, is, okay. uh, not, not a classic. Not to be confused one. with your kind of lesbian owned. Oh right, 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 right. Good vibrations okay. type. Right. Yeah, or setup. with like City Lights books. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. Florence <laughs> Ferlinghetti. Sure. Like it's not a it, the subject. When I say adult, I mean pornographic. Okay. Oh. And it wow. had a huge sign that said "Adult Bookstore," peep show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then underneath it said books. DVDs, novelties, right? Potions, like whoopee cushions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, potions! Potions. Yes. Potions. Hmm. Well, you've got it. It is a store that sells <laughs> two types of pornography, <laughs> right? One type of fuck aid, uh-huh. and magic potions. <laughs> so, like a lot of hemlock, eye of newt. <laughs> right. I, I have no idea. You didn't go in and ask. No. What sort of adventure pants? You if know, I yeah, need that you? kind of stuff, I'm going to go to extreme restraints. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> potions, love potions. Yeah, maybe. Pro- maybe I mean, it's probably average, like yeah, like maybe the average adult, sure. you know, uh, novelty user Do would you... like to make up it, up the game to a long-term relationship, mm-hmm. right. and would therefore need a potion. That's true. You, you I know mean, who I think owns mm-hmm. the store. Witch. Bet Bet Midler specifically. Mm. Oh, specifically <laughs> Bet Midler. Famous witch, <laughs> Bet Midler. Yeah, she's wearing a lot of purple. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'm, yeah, is that what she's up to these days? Because yeah. running a porno store. Yeah, you don't think she's emotions. like behind the counter? No, she's in the back room. She's a silent right. partner. She's in the in the peep show. <laughs> the peep show. The peep show is you put in a quarter and the screen raises and it's Bette Midler in a very classy gown. Yeah, uh, singing some there. of her favorite show tunes. Yeah, just sitting there. And you can jack off if you want to. Boy, company, <laughs> right. That was me having an orgasm because she did such a lively rendition right. of her, one of her signature was, hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a real diva. She <laughs> and a classy I, I don't know about you guys, but I only jerk it to divas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically VH1 divas? V- well, I mean, that helps. But, I mean, I'm not going to, like, deny a modern Adam, diva. No. Adam Lambert's VH1 divas, <laughs> yes. which is the newest VH1 divas. Is he a diva? Uh, he is, is he the first male he diva? He is, like, the host of the it. Diva. Wow. I was. Uh, I only know this from, I was on a from subway in New York, and I saw, <laughs> I only know this from having taped it. Right. And watching it until the tape stretched out. I taped it on a VHS. <laughs> um I saw a, a poster for it in a subway in New York. Oh. Adam it, Lambert. It, so he hosts VH1 Divas. Wow. Well, that's his I've, name, right? I guess I've got to start jerking yeah, it to Lambert. Gotta, I, I don't right. think he was the first. I think, what's that little Canadian gay guy? Well, let's narrow it down. <sighs> Boy, I don't know. Don't it. talk that way about From... Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> he is a, he's a lovely wife. Is it Martin Short? <laughs> it might be Martin Short. From, <laughs> from American Idol. 
Oh, God, I don't you know. You know, the little gay one that all the housewives love. With the red hair, and he sang a lot of Barry Manilow. That one, Deck- Chet, Chet. Chet, Aiken? Chet friendly. Chet, Chet Baker. Somebody Aiken. Chet, yeah. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. Okay. Clay Aiken. There. I think I think he was on Divas first. Okay. So they're just kind of passing Divas from pleasant gay guy to pleasant non-threatening gay guy. Is Adam Lambert pleasant? Oh, I don't know. I, yeah, you're, I you're, out of, you're out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> I can only judge him by he his was, outfits. He I can tell you, yeah. Clay Aiken definitely seems pleasant. Oh, he's very nice. Mm-hmm. I think he seems. I he think seems that's like nice. one of his top things, he's right? The gay boy next door. Yeah, he's like your. He's he's the he's the gay friend from band that you had a crush on in high school. Right, right. He understood everything, and then it was a disappointment twenty years he's later. He's fun, and he's not going to say anything too political. Yeah, right. which will make anyone uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. since he's one of them. Sure, right. <laughs> you know what? I think. They're really fun. Just don't throw it in my face. Yeah. That's my philosophy. But I'm going to start jerking off to you now. Yeah. <laughs> and I won't throw it in your face because your I'm face. polite. That's right. I, but Lambert, I don't. I've never watched. I've never watched American Idol. I did. No, that's not true. I watched it one time when my wife's cousin was on. <laughs> but besides your wife's that, cousin was on. Yeah, she she. It wasn't like one of the main people okay. on it. She was one of the main people on P Diddy making the band though. What? Yeah. All right. It seems I gotta like you, leave. I gotta go it back. It and... seems like you. Th- they would have a clause where you couldn't be on two singing reality shows. She didn't go that <laughs> deep into American okay. Idol. She made it to like sixty four. She made it to the thing right before you get to sing a whole song. She's on like still TV. in the hotel room. Like they she's showed her. She's singing William. And stuff. William Hung. Is that your wife's cousin? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. William Hung. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think Adam Lambert, all I know really about him is his outfits, and they're mm-hmm. very unpleasant. Okay. They're very, very unpleasant. I guess I, I, my immediate thought is he's kind of like a Chris Angel type, a lot of eyeliner, yes. a lot uh, of, uh, it, that's exactly. a lot of onks. Yeah, just a <laughs> well, big the, silver maybe, onk. Maybe it's related to the potions from- Oh, that's the, true. I mean, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to think about the- I would like, like I would go to Adam Lambert's adult novelty yeah, store. Yeah. Now, if you're mm-hmm. saying- because you want to put in a vibrating onk up your butt. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, an Erica Badu brand sure. vibrating well, onk. You don't really want it as a necklace because then when you know things are happening, you just have this onk hitting you in the head the right. entire time, which yeah. would be very I think, Sure. I think that this is a good way for us to make money. We find <laughs> this conversation. We find mm-hmm. celebrities to become minority partners in adult bookstores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if there's any business that's on its way up, it's adult bookstores. And, and it, then, it, the apocalypse, no matter what, there will be adult bookstores. Yes, I and then this. they're the face. It's like when uh, you know. It's like when the Texas Rangers had George W. Bush as one of their owners. Mm-hmm. You you take a million dollars from the person or whatever, sure. but you give him five million him or her five million dollars worth of the business this is a very successful adult bookstore yeah and then they're sort of the front Mm -hmm. magic johnson uh with the los angeles dodgers is a perfect example here's a guy who's beloved in los angeles they need someone to trick taxpayers Mm -hmm. into giving free subsidies (laughs) to help build sports stadiums and shit they just sign up magic because no one no one wants the press conference some some old guy who's president of a textile company yeah you give him you You want magic johnson you take you take eight hundred thousand dollars of that tgi Mm -hmm. friday's money Mm -hmm. you give him ten million dollars worth of adult bookstore in fact i think magic would be the perfect 
guy for this. Yeah. He's already all about safe sex. Sure. Right. Um, I think the there's a- The problem is that he's got, you've got that behind him. There's a free yeah. VHS at the uh, video store that we can right. all check out if we're sure. looking for proof. Right, right. Sure. He's got the cred. He already has it. Right. It's there. I think this business is ready to take off. Yeah. But what happened to Bette Midler? Are we just cutting her out of the deal oh, altogether? Oh, jeez. Have we cut her out? Well, I like Bette Midler much more than I like Magic Johnson. I do well, like Bette Midler. Well, wear a purple guys, wear purple well. Guys, team up. Midler and Johnson's. Mm, Midler and Johnson's. Midler nice. and Johnson's fuckatorium. Where are you, oh, where are you like headed? I'm, I'm headed down to the MJ. Yeah. That's nice. Right. And the sign is them standing back to back, yeah. looking at each other like, what's Not his deal? Right. And then yeah. what's her deal? <laughs> Only the sign is uh, Magic Johnson from like the torso up, mm-hmm. and then it's just the top two inches of Bette Midler's head. Sure, because <laughs> Magic Johnson is six <laughs> ten. That would be pretty good. I like that. You can feel both comfortable and energized at the same time, just depending like on who energizes you more. Yeah, I mean, you could be surprisingly good at passing for a big man, or you could be unsurpassedly <laughs> brassy. Mm-hmm. Right, brassy you know women I mean? need. You know, pleasurable items and novelties, just like tall, large men. Who needs a French tickler as much as a brassy woman? Nobody. Nobody. A Frenchman, perhaps. (laughs) Sure. You know, a, a particular a, a Frenchman with who's not who doesn't have very sensitive skin, or a French right. a Frenchman facing a tickle or die ultimatum. Sure, <laughs> that person is what happens all the time in the Foreign Legion. Sure. Right, <laughs> join the French Foreign Legion in, this, in the sands of Tunisia. Right. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Cameron Esposito, and I'm the host of Maximum Fun's new podcast, Wham Bam Pow, a sci-fi movie show and action movies also. Did I forget to say action movies? Every week I'll be joined by Mr. Ricky Carmona. Ms. Rhea Butcher. And we are going to chat about films. We're going to tell jokes. We're going to be hilarious. We're going to play games. We're going to have guests. We're going to give reviews. It's going to blow your mind. If you want to listen to the show, you can find it at MaximumFun.org or you can subscribe on iTunes. Can you believe how many things I just listed? So many things. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) That's great. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Bizella's awesome. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. Sure. No, no, no. That just comes out fine. automatic. If you, somebody just points at me, awesome comes out. That's my just right. killer instinct. No, you're a big point fan. Yeah, you're, I, I am. You're, I like to point. You're brassy, much like Miss Bette Midler. That's right. I wouldn't go as far as to say you're a diva because you haven't met Adam Lambert yet. Okay. But you're brassy. Thank Lambert's you. got the final call on that. Yeah, I mean, that's I not us. Yeah, that's, not, I mean, please. it is not up to us who is a diva. I appreciate that. Well, Although... Celine is a Dion one way. Celine is a diva one way or the other, right? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, absolutely. She was like the well, she's I mean, not the first, but she's a the very great, big, probably the greatest probably the diva greatest. of all time, sure. right? The most powerful. Yeah. Over, over the Frenchiest. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The one with the funniest little French voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, there are bigger divas than Celine Dion, really. Well, physically, yes. Yeah. Well, that's true because I've seen the drag. Races. I guess. I mean, I guess it's like, what is the criteria? Barbara Streisand. 
That's what I'm trying to think okay. of. Okay. Right? I feel like the criteria for a diva is how much are you like Celine Dion? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my criterion. Anyway, it's one criterion. All right. All right. That's my criterion collection. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you on Hulu Plus. Um, have you guys noticed? I have a quick question. Sure. If any listeners out there can clarify this thing for me. It's something going on in our office right now. There is a roll of bubble wrap. Mm-hmm. That is the size of a micro car. Mm-hmm. You know what a micro car is? One of those cars yeah, with three wheels. Yeah, little, one of those yeah. Clooney cars. <laughs> yeah, like a little, a little rinky dinky, ring a ding ding. Sure. This bubble, this bubble wrap is the size of something that George Clooney would drive around. In. It is literally bring, like bring. four or five feet across. Uh-huh. It is huge. It's like an industrial. This is in the very office. Very large. Yeah, it's right in the front room. Oh, I didn't see it. I have no we idea what leave. it is Let's for. Let's just turn it off and go look real quick and come back. <laughs> yeah, I literally. Oh, I'll probably pop some. <laughs> it's so. very fun. It's fun. Oh yeah. And have you guys ever just laid it out? And just run. Like slip and slide? Yeah, but yeah, well, it's with your, but you, you could. If you got you you to wet it first. Yeah. You got to moisten with soap. it. That really gets you going. You got to do soap and water if you really oh, want slip and slide. You guys, I've never done that. You guys never done the redneck slip and slide out Business. in the It's just with Business a roll of garbage bags. It's just, it's just like a giant tarp and like two hoses and like ivory soap and you just go and then like, and beer. And yeah. that's really good And then times. you chip a tooth on a sprinkler. Oh, it's the best. Well, see, California has all those sprinklers underneath. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, that the was. The world is, that is not the Yeah, case. that was the hazard for me, yeah. slip and sliding as a kid, was like, you gotta you gotta do a sprinkler check beforehand or somebody's true. gonna that's go home a, crying. That's a new thing I gotta learn about sure. with, with small children. The big hazard for me was you run, you slide, you hit the bump, you take a dive, you gotta watch out for the Crocs. Oh, I'm thinking of Crocodile <laughs> You're thinking Mile. Of crocodile right, mile. Thinking of, yeah. But you have your adventure pants, so it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Those are the pants you want to you want to take down the Crocodile Mile. I guess it must be related to the Max Fun Drive. Max Fun Drive, by the way, coming mm-hmm. up first two weeks of April. But are we giving away bubble wrap? I don't know. <laughs> what I what are we giving away? Ming, what are you going to pack it in though? That's, the, the, that's the question. <laughs> Like, oh, uh, the the big bubble, wrap, whatever that big stuff is that says we'll suffocate your children, all the Amazon people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would wrap the bubble wrap in the, the child che- suffocating. Sure, wrap. right, right. That the pillows, child. I, I was. Oh, I have a non. I mean, I just I have a non funny answer to it. Is and it's those little cocktail tumblers, right? Oh. You just revealed one of our secret I upcoming. Did. I did. Max Fun Thank You Drive <laughs> pledge gifts. Huh. <laughs> I will say. Sorry, was that the time to reveal it? I apologize. <laughs> you know, I this is uh, I I I wanted did to I ask break you. The, did I break the embargo? I, mean, I wanted big to tumblers given the size of that yeah. bubble wrap. I wanted to ask you about something, Jordan, sure. because as long as we're revealing thank you <laughs> gifts coming up in the pledge drive, we have something called the Intimate Sensations Pack. Yeah, the Intimate oh. Sensations Pack. I'm not going <laughs> to reveal yet exactly what's inside the Intimate Sensations Pack, but it's been put together by the folks at Extreme Restraints, yeah. who are uh, really nice folks, really big Max Fun fans, and uh, sponsors of uh, have been sponsors of many of our shows, mm-hmm. but particularly big sponsors of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. And I got an email from <laughs> Teresa, forwarded from my wife, mm-hmm. that I'm I'm guessing maybe you guys also got. Uh, I got, I got this. I got this too, and I've been stewing about it. A okay, bit. so the mm-hmm. folks at Extreme Restraints. Mm-hmm. I already know what I replied. It was. It's very <laughs> nice of them to do this. Um, Orange County based, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. very strange. They're really nice folks. They got. Some, they have kids. They've really been enjoying One Bad Mother. We if, just heard from them. If there is anything that can be that should be paired with one bad mother, it is dildonics. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it is. So very much. they they have sort of given us 
talent at Max Fund, they say, we want you to be familiar with the product line. Sure. <laughs> so you... We don't want to be talking out of no. our asses, so to speak. <laughs> 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 get before up in there. Talking, yeah. yeah, before talking about things that go up in your asses, you, you want to be, be talking, talking out, out of them. Right. right, right. And the words will obstruct the butt plug. <laughs> exactly. And uh, they have given us sort of an open invitation yeah. to have them yeah. send some stuff. Awesome. Here's, here's, <laughs> here's, and I've been thinking about this. Good. And this is, this is the parallel that I've drawn. Sure. I'm not a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. Right, okay. I see where this is coming. No, I'm, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I think he's great. It's not, you know, you got to respect the boss. Absolutely, right. you know, I'll, I'll see him, see him on a talk show or something, the and he'll be great. So, amazing. Yeah, Born to Run will come on the radio. I'll turn it up, but I'm not a huge fan of Bruce Springsteen. Sure, you're more of a little Stevie guy. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> um, but if someone offered me tickets, free tickets to a Bruce Springsteen concert, I'd fucking go to that. Yeah, of oh you yeah. Would. I mean, come on. You'd be a chump not oh, to go to that. You're yeah. not an idiot. Oh, yeah, I'm not an idiot. Dick. I'd and... go to that with Chris Christie right now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Hot dogs on Jesse. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm then all over Chris Christie's shirt. Oh. oh he's um, a big man. He's, yeah. With real... a big heart. Sure. <laughs> His heart is as fat as he is. That's an enlarged heart. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. I'm not particularly interested in bondage. Right. I could see myself enjoying like a four out of ten bondage thing, but it would have to be somebody else's idea. You're not a kinkster like our friend uh, Kevin Allison. No, I'm no Kevin Allison. From the Risk podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I feel like if I just said, no, thank you, what what a waste. It's like turning down those Bruce Springsteen tickets because these are high quality restraints. And, it's not like they're just giving away. I mean, you don't know that that's the thing that's coming to the talent are the restraints. They said you can order anything. Well, you can order anything you want. That's right. But you don't have to be like, if you were going to the Bruce Springsteen concert, right. you know, are you going to pick front row or are you picking like balcony? So you don't have to be like automatically, I want the restraints. You should just get a fuck doll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Who <laughs> um, doesn't need lube laying uh, yeah. around the house? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's your, you know, there's your just kind of everyday implements, was, your condoms, yeah. your lubes. But again, but I feel like it's like well, you can have the front right. row tickets. Right. Right. Why? Why not? Why sit in the cheap seat? That's like volunt. That's like volunteering to watch it on the closed caption TV. Ab- sure, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not. That's not You're what this is all about. Lot. If you have carte blanche, mm-hmm. you should be going whole hog. I know. Thank see, you. and I Thank see, you. I got the email, and I, I was like, "Hey, woohoo, Stefan! Look what look, look what we have an opportunity to get." And I click on the website, really thinking it was going to be. I don't know why I thought it was going to be mild with that name of a shop. And then you get into the website, and I was like, "I am Southern and Catholic." I, ah. The restraints are extreme. (laughs) They also, I mean, to be fair, there's like a whole mask section. They have a a full range of regular sex products. I just want the rabbit, you know? Right. Like, I don't need like just something purple and cute and like like a forest animal, right? That goes that goes easily with any outfit. Yes, that goes easily with any outfit. You can dress it up, dress it down. I think you should get your husband Stefan. Of like a full on latex, suit. you know, gimp suit. The problem is we already have that, and it was right. like, yeah, yeah. So and it's, I, and it, it's, it's a family heirloom. Well, he's <laughs> Swedish, guys. Sure. Well, just get him, <laughs> just get him new talcum powder. Oh, that's like a, good a nice spot. scented that's talcum nice, powder to get him in there. Nice spot. Well, here's <laughs> the spot. here's the, I think the 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 single person's dilemma that I'm having. Okay. Is that 
I mean, you don't obviously, want somebody to open up a drawer by accident, like at the house, like on a date, and there's well, like a... well here's what I'm saying: is you two, as 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 marrieds, any uh-huh. sex thing you would get. <laughs> You, you know, would have to be an agreed upon sex thing. So any sex thing Anything. I get, I know to use with a prostitute. <laughs> right, exactly. Agreed, yes. You have to agree. Upon. Yeah, you have to, you have to ask the prostitute the how much she charges. Right. Right. Uh, but I feel like as just as a as a single person, I'm just kind of spinning my wheels as to what. Th- what a future person that I date might enjoy. Because you don't, you if you order, yeah. if you were with someone right now, sure. you could, I could say r- to right. them, what right. a fun what couples a fun activity. Right. Pop, pop, uh, pop up in a bottle of wine, yeah. browse extremerestraints.com, and just, right. you know, see what see what tickles us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They like probably a French tickler. tickler. Yeah. Yeah. Right. French tickler, that's right. Ho, ho, ho. This looks good, my dear. I surrender what? to your penis. <laughs> that's a Frenchman that loves a French tickler. Uh, He's so, from Montreal. Maybe they have a variety pack. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Maybe there is just a variety pack. And there's like a mild variety pack. There's like the medium. But can I ask? And then there's the black diamond. (laughs) There's the black diamond, right? There are. (laughs) You could purchase a product designed for solo use. There are plenty. They had a whole section. Yeah. But you don't masturbate, so that's no, I don't. Well, uh-uh. Except when the diva show. Is you don't on. have cause to. Sure. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> I thought we were masturbating to the diva show, so I'm lost now. So don't you need something to go along with that? What are you, you're... the continuity? <laughs> 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 what are you? Someone posting? We're just bullshitting. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm bringing us back. Uh, to I am never. I am never seeing one of. <laughs> I am never. I am never seeing one of those J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies with you because oh. you will ruin oh, it. That's right not now, true. right now, Zena is. Talk about that. We'll talk about that. I okay. Shift to that right now, Zena is typing into the Max Fun forum. Unfortunately, they seem to lose the thread of JJ Go continuity. Where are we? Some sort of Earth Two? I will go there with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Perhaps... By the way, you rebooted the whole fucking DC thing. Why do you reboot Earth Two? That, I agree. That you had to have that thing because you. Uh, sorry. I know. Anyway, I don't know. What I have an issue about. with the new Fifty Two. I have only gotten. Is that they rebooted it? What's the new Fifty Two? What's all the DC comics they rebooted? They do it every like five to ten years. <laughs> they yeah. just like there's a new a new world yeah. version of itself, and they just like add another. They to rebooted it, and they some of them, everybody. but not others. No, uh, everything is rebooted to a degree. Some, really hate yeah, the era. it's it's the very yeah, very it's bad. it's a little sloppy. Yeah, but then I they agree. just have Earth, and they created Earth Two in DC because there were so many continuity problems. <laughs> right. So you could say, well, oh, like this Superman was going on on Earth Two, right? Yeah, there's two Earths in DC comics. There are yeah, there's Earths, more. Actually. Yeah, multiverse. It's a multiverse. This makes yeah. My Holy husband really shit. hates multiverse. Yeah, but I I enjoy it. But anyway, <laughs> so they rebooted all the comics, but also rebooted Earth Two. It's like, well, no, you didn't need to do that. You yeah. should just anyway. Okay, sorry. Keep your ducks in a row. So what do you need to masturbate at? Home? I'd like to reboot Tim <laughs> Tim Linsicum. <laughs> Am I right, Giants fans? Tim Linsicum too. Um, Lost his yeah, commands. I mean, I guess I've ne- you know I've never <laughs> used a masturbation implement before. Uh, I feel like I've okay, always as a lady. Sure. Clearly, I know what my masturbation implement is. Right. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen. A gerbil. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'll make a note. Um, what do you? I mean, I guess I should just go check out the website. But... There's there's I mean, there's dolls. there's things that you put your dick in. And mm-hmm. right, yeah. 
And you juice up the inside, All I right. think. Mm-hmm. I've never used one either. I won't be recommending the show to my parents. Go ahead. And here's, <laughs> here's also the... Everything up to now was fine. <laughs> Everything sure. up to now is okay with. Who doesn't jack off to Adam Lambert's VH1 <laughs> right. Divas? Sure, sure. And your parents are big uh, DC Comics continuity <laughs> yeah, they fans. Are. Out Absolutely. In, out in Palm Beach, that's all they do. <laughs> sure. Um... Okay, but here's well, here's the issue with that. Re going back to what if someone, what if, what if, what if a new lady comes over to okay. the house and opens up a drawer? I can pretend to be a new lady. Okay, uh, what are you more turned off by <laughs> my my see. pocket pussy or my <laughs> like uh, or my like uh, hand clamps, handcuffs? Something. I, I will say I would be more turned off by the whatever the, the mobile vagina, whatever. Yeah, that that's, is. that's that's my be, concern. Because like the other, like the handcuffs, you're like, eh. What if he I, got I the? Everybody. He's, what if he didn't get the mobile one? What if he got the freestanding? <laughs> whatever the mobile one. <laughs> right. The it's a model. piece of furniture. Yeah. Just keep that under the mattress. You don't put it in a drawer. Yeah. You keep it someplace like keep it secret, keep it safe. You just you know put it somewhere very specific. Uh, I was asking. Don't put some... it with the cutlery right. in the kitchen, <laughs> sure. where she might go naturally. Uh, honey, can you grab a chip clip? I'll yeah. say. Yeah, just roll. <gasps> I love handcuffs. <laughs> uh, a friend suggested I should get a full sex swing for the house, just because mm-hmm. even when I wasn't sexing in it, I could just swing around, <laughs> right? Which would be fun. I like... I put it out on the porch. Yeah, I like right. That the assumption is that whatever this free thing we can request specifically is like the most expensive thing they've got in the shop. You know, I would like the sex. The, they didn't draw a line. Didn't you should get a yourself line. a mandroid. Ooh, what's they, that? It? It's like a robot man. That you. What do you mean? What's a mandroid? <laughs> it's like fuck? a robot man. But well, I guess. I mean, he... if you buy it from Extreme Restraints, it's probably got fuck mode. Huh. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the yeah. dark, uh, in the dark, the fuck is. mode switch is so similar to the kill mode switch, <laughs> which causes a lot of problems. That's right. That would be kill mode. <laughs> The eyes aren't red from pleasure. That's so, the laser. So I guess maybe that's where this is what I would like help from from the audience. Right. What's a what's a good general kind of beginner's restraint thing that I could request that wouldn't scare somebody off automatically, and but is taking advantage of the fact right. that you right. have carte blanche. Absolutely. Hmm. And, so we're not just taught. Look. Yeah. Jordan's mm. got condoms. Sure. He's not going around. I live next door to a drugstore. Yeah. It's very easy to get. And you probably don't need somebody to suggest lube. Everybody's no. got yeah, yeah. What if you, you got a like... lube vat? Oh. oh. I don't have enough room for my a lube vat, Jesse. I don't know if you see my apartment. It's not a... It's a modestly sized apartment, but you don't have very much furniture. That's true. <laughs> you <can be laughs> At least chair. last time I was there. Yeah. yeah, you just put a cushion on top. It's mostly just the Xbox. That would actually yeah, be more sit uns- on the Xbox. That would be more unsettling as a first time a new lady friend to be sitting on the chair and then like your coin runs under like rolls under the chair and then you lift up the chair skirt and you've been sitting on a giant vat of lube the entire time. Right. Like yeah, that yeah, would yeah. probably be the most unsettling. No, that thing. is really hip, like repurposing, upcycling. <laughs> God, he's so into the earth, man. He's super eco. Oh, Awesome. He has this coffee table full of lube. <laughs> he's like he's thinking of me. Um, all right, great. So, so vat of lube. Yeah, right. my first feeling is vat of lube, but mm-hmm. like a serious vat, like the kind, like what's that called? What's that kind of vat that collects rainwater called? Rain vat. A Barbara cistern, <laughs> like a cistern, a cistern yeah. of lube. But. Not like a water I mean, I don't, tower I'm not going to use all that. It's going to go bad. I don't think, I don't think it goes, goes bad. bad. 
It's like when I buy a bag of oranges. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, eat, I'm gonna eat half of these. The rest I'm just gonna throw them out. I don't think lube goes bad. It gets like it lose it loses its lugubriousness. <laughs> you can use well, if it if you leave it open. You should use it for other stuff. Yeah, slip and slide. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Speaking Zing. of slip and slide, yeah. it's a really classy material mm-hmm. for a slip and slide. What yeah, about just no? What about just industrial applications? No, oh, yeah, like squeaky door. Sure, cogs and sprockets and such. What if something gets rusty inside your mandroid? Mm. <laughs> That's, That's true. Right. You got to loop up the mandroid. That's right. I have a I have an original clockwork mandroid. <laughs> <laughs> An automaton you know, mandroid, huh? I'm a little bit of a luddite like that. Yeah, I want that steam powered clockwork mandroid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want one of these new ones with Wi-Fi. No. You don't want the car sensor. You don't want it like to be like computerized where it tells you when it has its own problems. You're man enough to take care of your mandroid exactly. on your own. Exactly. I'm looking for a real Oh, what's that Martin Scorsese kids movie where he builds that robot? I don't know. Wait, with it has uh Robin Williams in it? No. It has <laughs> Borat. It's no. this funny French guy. What? And a kid builds a robot. The one about robot? the magic of cinema? Yeah, yeah. That has a robot in it. About yeah, that that appeals to children's love of film preservation. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's totally. It's all about a robot. Do you and think Borat's in it? Borat's in it. Yeah. Do you uh, think Scorsese uh, just got handed a set of three by five cards that just had shit that wins Oscars? <laughs> and he's just like, eh, I don't really feel like doing a Holocaust movie. And then he's like, Oh, love of love of film, magic of yeah, <laughs> magic the magic of cinema, and importance of cinema. I'll throw a Borat and a giant robot. I kind of liked it too. That's why I'm having a hard mm. time with. Anyway. I don't remember what that was called, that movie. I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah. 3D. Gets kids to love a trip to the moon. <laughs> Again. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah. So one okay. where Robin Williams is a robot from the future, right? Yeah. Patch Adams. <laughs> Dr. Robot. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Biz Ellis, mom. She How's is. That? You like that? She has her own child, Kitty Bell. I do. I oh, made it with my body. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> She's got all her fingers and toes. Cool. She works. She talks. Wow. Things like that. She works like in a mill? She, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the yard. Okay. Well, that's what we call it. The yard. <laughs> sure. And we just, you know... People don't believe in giving young children tools, but we do. Yeah. We do. We're keeping it old school. But like gardening tools. Like, well, a, like she shears. Actually got her, Wait, that's uh, not a good Pruning shears. For her third birthday, she got a real, from France, tool set. So it's like oh. a saw that could take your finger Ooh la off. la. From France? Well, no one in America will make What are they tools. making? Will not get Fancy cigarettes? <laughs> so you got to get like, you know, you got to go European to get any sort of real hammer that's wow. the size a child could actually hold. It's what does she hit with it? Uh, the cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Well, the I cat's think. broken. <laughs> well, you got to fix it. Well, th- we have a cat with only one eye, so oh, she is Maybe challenged. if you hit it enough with a hammer. Boop. Can we address the fact, your daughter, your beautiful daughter, Katie Bell, Yes. and if I, in case you didn't hear the beginning of the show, because you were spacing out, Biz is the host of a new parenting podcast for Max Fun, One Bad Mother. Your beautiful daughter, Katie Bell, speaks with your husband, Stefan, mm-hmm. the language Swedish? Yes, only Swedish. You, yes. Do you speak any Swedish? God, no. So, like, when we, we knew we were having her, Stefan was like, I want to, you know, speak to her only in Swedish. And I was like, great. 
And so I got the Rosetta Stone. So that they can make plans, well, secret plans. So I was like, I'm getting Rosetta Stone, but I'm not going to let anybody know how much I'm learning. Oh. So I can just like, so when they all start plotting against me, the I fuck can, in. yeah, exactly. Um, and then I had her, and you don't have time to do Rosetta Stone. Sure. And then like, I can read, you know, children's books. But even now, like now that they're more complicated, she's like, this is really a Papa book. And I'm like... What an asshole. Because you're just, you've got it. You <laughs> yeah, can read yeah. it like phonetically. You can just yeah, do can, the like, scoopy boobies. It's been like three years. So like literally he only speaks to her in Swedish. So she, he and I can be talking to her about the exact same thing. Like let's say we're both telling her don't run into the street. He's saying it in Swedish. I'm saying it in English. And she just totally understands it. I have huh. to tell you, I've, we've known we've known Stefan and Biz for a really long time. Stefan uh, is in the sketch comedy group Elephant Larry, and Biz was in the sketch comedy group Meet, um, and we used to do shows with them at sketch festivals around the country. And um, I did not know that Stefan spoke Swedish at all. And so when the first <laughs> time, when, when the two of you moved to Southern California, the first time I went over yeah. to... Uh, your house. I was just to it's talk to Stefan about logos. Stefan has made all of the <laughs> Max Fun logos, and and Katie Bell ran in the room. You know, <laughs> she was two and a half years old or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and just all of a sudden, it went from a the real world right. to a crazy <laughs> fantasy world where everyone just goes scoobdy boobdy boobdy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is no more made up sounding language than Swedish as it far is, as I know. It is it's a little you know, let me just geek out. It's a little like Klingon. It might as well be Klingon. It might as well be like listening to you know things like that and it's Right. And yeah. it's a very warlike language it's too, like war- Klingon. Yeah, like Klingon. Yeah, the Swedish the Swedes, are, uh... and they, they they both like to make cute things yeah. with chickens and horses. I guess I sure. should have known by the ridge on Katie Bell's head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, she has the that ridge. huge bumpy That's ridge. That's bony, inside of the family. Like wharf. <laughs> yeah, like wharf. <laughs> Famous Klingon wharf. That's <laughs> very much, very much like that. Yeah, no, it gets. I don't really think about it. It's only and it's only ever been a problem every once in a while where like if I'm having a really bad day and it like suddenly he starts talking to her and I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying and I just need to know right now. Or like like one time she was in the back of the car and we're trying to determine if she's about to puke. And Stefan's asking her in Swedish and she's like resp- she responds in English, but I don't know specifically what he's asking. And I'm like, Do I need to pull off the road? Somebody just just this one time, I'm not insulting you. Please God speak in English. Uh why? Why? Do, why did he choose to do this? It well, seems he's, all right because yeah. he's he he was raised. His mother is Swedish, uh-huh. uh, so he spent like pretty much half his life here, half yeah. his life in Sweden. You know, so he spoke Swedish growing up. It was really important to him to do it. And you know, I'm like, well, it can only be a benefit to the kid. I mean, I'll teach her Southern, and I don't think that's going to help her very much. <laughs> you um, teach her to say "Lordy Lord" I'm when gonna, it's hot. That's right, Lord. We have a rug on the floor made by my grandfather that yeah. says that. Oh, do you uh, have a lip? He button. was gay. Um, but the, uh, yeah, so. Lord I, spelled L-A-W-D. L-A-W-D-Y, that's right. <laughs> lordy, lordy. Uh, so I just didn't think much about it. And now we're like so into it that, you know, she's not really speaking. She doesn't really speak Swedish back. But yeah. I'm pretty sure if we like went to Sweden for two weeks it would just pour out of her mouth. But that's true of a lot of bilingual kids. Like they Have you are you gonna send her to Swedish immersion school? <laughs> yeah, you can't I can 
not find one actually. Like, <laughs> just drop them off at IKEA. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're they're very Swedish at IKEA. Um, <laughs> they have some fucking lingonberry drink and get out yeah. of my face. <laughs> Teach your dad. She's got tools. She can help assemble That's some, right. she can some press stuff. board furniture. That's right. We keep her room native with yeah. all those things. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. Her room is all Ikea. It's very Ikea. Um, have yeah. you have you gone to Sweden with them? Yeah. We went when she was two months old, which I don't know whose great idea that was. So how was her Swedish then? Very bad. Yeah. Mine was actually better at that point in time. Right. Um, no, it was fine. So she really got a lot out of it. It was really – it was great and it was freezing. And uh, dark, and all the things that Sweden is in the middle of winter when you take your two and two month old baby there. Why did you go there in the middle of winter? I don't know. That's his. His parents go like his mom goes like every couple of months. Maybe because it's it's probably like it's probably like an authenticity thing. It's like how people from Austin are like, oh. You've been here for South by Southwest? Yeah, you haven't been to that's Austin. Right, that's right. It's like, oh, you haven't been to Sweden in the dead of winter? <laughs> You've never been to Sweden. That's when all the murders happen. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. yeah, they're all very, they love it cozy. That's what they call it, cozy. Yeah. And I'm like, this is fucking cold. This isn't cozy. I don't get the cozy. But it's... Um... I guess I guess the only Swedish thing I've, I've ingested <laughs> with any regularity was... Um, uh, I, I Swedish was, fish. Was Swedish fish. <laughs> Swedish fish, right? <laughs> was the uh, that AMC show The Killing was yeah, uh, yeah. based on a Swedish show, yes. and I was dating someone who really wanted to watch the original Swedish show, right? And it was so bleak, dark, dark and bleak. and dull. Oh yeah, it was very, it was very tough. Yeah, it was it's... not a, it was not necessarily a fun watch. No, no, they don't write a lot of che- cheery things there. But it's... they love Donald Duck for some they, reason. Oh, they do love Donald. Isn't Duck. Isn't that weird? It, it's their Christmas tradition. Wait, you did, like did watch that... Donald Duck on Christmas Eve? I shit you not. And I was like, what? Stephen's like, yeah, no, we're gonna bring that in as a tradition this year. And I was like, what? I guess Donald Duck. Donald Duck. <laughs> yes, Donald Duck. So I guess yeah, it's like yes. Donald Duck is and trolls. Those are the two things that oh, you watch. A lot of trolls. Is there any crossover? I don't think so. Donald Duck all, meets the trolls? I don't think anybody's doing like for Sweden Donald Duck. They're just watching straight up American Donald Duck. A lot of the like Scandinavian the countries are really committed to uh, little magic people of various Very kinds. Much. Are they? There's a lot of forests there. Right. And you're just out in the forest all the time where trolls and magic folk live. That's where that's where they reside. That's just because you did so much murdering and you had to get rid of the bodies. <laughs> that's right. You need little helpers. To bury them in the snow. Right. They chop it up and right. eat it and, you know, use that for... Remember, that's right. Remember Sweden's tourism slogan, A Murderer's Paradise? Oh God, Steph, I'm going to go home. Stefan's going to listen to this show and just be like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, it's like the Swedish yeah. chef, right? And he's like... Get away from it all while that. you're getting away with it. Are you going to do... But here's a, <clears throat> here's a further question. Yes. Mm-hmm. You are, as you mentioned, Southern. Where are you from originally? Alabama. So are are there cultural traditions of the South that yeah. you're insisting on football. imposing on your child? Football. <laughs> college football specifically? College, oh, oh, God, college that's football, the worst. Very, oh, of course it is. That's why I embrace it. <laughs> like, wholeheartedly. And, and, and it's not... Any college football, it's clearly SEC football, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and clearly uh, national championship roll tide Alabama. So yeah, no, that's that's 
Katie Bell can already say Roll Tide and Go Bama <laughs> and has bomb bombs and uh, not know. even like putting a ham hock in your greens or I something do do like ham- that. No, no, we do. Okay, so our newest thing that I, I brought in this year, and now that she's like we're all eating at the table and stuff together, mm. was uh, she New used to Year's, eat out in the yard. Yeah, because she used to eat out in the yard. Just throw some corn seed out there. <laughs> sure, she'll hit it with a hammer for so a while. She, she hits it with a hammer, eats it. She goes, yeah. I go, you're a kitty cat, and she's like meow, and then she eats. And that's no, that how you feed. Fun. That's how sure. you feed little children. Um, uh, oh, just uh, yeah. a quick, quick detour. Did your cat lose its eye while you had Long it, or did you get it? Had. Okay. Yeah, this is one that we adopted after the other one got. We we moved here with two, lost yeah. one pretty much immediately, Aww. and then got a new one. Okay. And we wanted the one with one eye. It seemed like a good fit. Sure. His name's Onion. Oh, that's a fun name. Isn't it nice? Yeah. We just got him. We were like, we'll take that six-year-old one-eyed cat who's been held prisoner by a hoarder. A oh, cat hoarder. No. A cat hoarder. Yeah. So, like, when we brought Onion in and our other cat was reacting very badly, I emailed the woman and said, is Onion also deaf? Because he seems to have no response to our other cat, like, clawing and screaming. And like all, and Onion's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, how are you? I got one eye. Um, He's like, I've been through some shit. I've been, I've been through hell and back. I have lived in a pile of cats. Yeah. You think you're going to bother me? <laughs> yeah, I've lived in a pile of cats fucking meaner than you. That's right. That's oh, boy. Right. So he's like a prison cat. He's like a prison and cat. And he's having a hard time acclimating to society. No, you he's, guys, he's I'm, totally fine. I'm enjoying your new show, Cat Time. Yeah, but cat let's time. get back to Southern All right, traditions. So, I, so now I'm doing, on New Year's, big Southern spreads. So we got the grits. We do have the official collard greens. You've got... Um, this year I did. What did I do with that? Like you know, pork. What's in a mason jar? How much of it is in a you mason jar? You can put jar? a lot of things in mason jars. Sure. I, we just keep Katie Bell's toys in mason jars. Sure. You pickle <laughs> I, them. We drink cocktails in mason jars. Flowers yeah. in mason jars. I do jam some. Oh, that's fun. I make some jams. Yeah. I was trying to. I was trying to make split pea soup recently. <laughs> And I, ham hock in there? and I was looking for ham hocks. I went to my local grocery store, El Superior, as regular you listeners had the know. That's the thing. Like, you only realize when you're in a grocery store that's targeted at people with different cultural values than you, different food ways specifically, (laughs) like, how particular which weird part of an animal your culture will eat is. Because at the El Superior, they thought it was real weird that I wanted to buy ham hocks. However... They sell entire sheep heads. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so, I'm sure their feet, eyeballs, and all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, they're it, like you, monster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How dare you eat the hot? How hawk? dare you? That is, I mean, that's the place where that's, that's where the his place soul where the lives. Guy, that's the guy. That's the place where I had that conversation. This this maybe was on a sh- on an episode that I that you weren't here for, Jordan. But in that very El Superior, I needed ground veal for meatloaf. Yeah. And so I yeah. went up to the counter and said to the guy, "Do you have any ground veal at the butcher counter?" And he said, "What's that?" Yeah, it was a butcher. He said, what's that? I said, hmm, I thought you were a butcher, but I can go through this because he, you know, a lot of people at El Superior, English isn't their it's first language. Like so I thought- beef plus cruelty. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I was like, You're oh, baby. what's been treated? Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah you do that. You do the, the baby, baby gesture, motion. Right? It was, and then you do the force feed yeah, motion. Yeah, force feed. And then you take a hammer to crush its skull. Yeah. Right. So this I is said all to things this, you can do with, with signs. I, with yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe this guy didn't know the word for veal in English and he maybe- he knew it in Spanish and they had it. So I was like, oh, veal, that's like a baby calf and it doesn't move <laughs> right. so that the meat stays white and then they kill it young. And, <laughs> At which point you changed your menu and plan the butcher, for the, the butcher, The butcher says to me, 
oh, that's messed up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks, butcher. Right. <laughs> you are literally a butcher. <laughs> I'll take, I'll, I'll just take three heads then. Whatever, yeah. whatever heads you got lying around. Yeah, a variety of heads. There's three of, of your heads. five yeah, chorizos. Fine. Three of I'll your finest heads. I'll grind it myself. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, so it's a lot of Southern food. We do a lot of barbecuing. We do a lot of like, you know, Southern cooking. We do, I, I teach her manners. Mm. <laughs> she may, I make her say, sir, ma'am. Which really threw... Make her cross the street when there's someone of another ethnicity coming there. No, no, you help no. them across the street. No, no. My mother always raised me. You say hi to everyone, and if they're crazy, you just say hi from across the street. Sure. And that's, <laughs> that's the rule. Can I ask you about... I have, I have not spent a lot of... I've spent time in the southern west, uh-huh. as, far, as far east as Texas. That's right. And I've been to Florida several times. Neither of those count. No southern parts mm-hmm. of... No culturally yeah. southern parts of right. Florida. Um, the the really the closest I've been to the South, and it is a genuine Southern place, is Richmond, Virginia. Oh, Richmond's lovely, and it is indeed lovely. It's a, like it's a lovely place. It's a very lovely place. The only part that is weird to me about it <laughs> uh-huh. is that it is almost exclusively composed of Civil War memorials. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, it well, is a we city. Did, we did like, one thing badly, and that. <laughs> so we got to make statues. And it was not building Civil War memorials. <laughs> that is done, like, on a day-to-day basis. I will think about the Civil War, what, every other year? <laughs> and I felt sorry, like I, I was living inside. You mean the War of Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, yeah. I felt like I was living deep inside the war between the states. <laughs> I was. I felt like I was Robert E. Lee. That's how I felt. Every, every guest to Richmond, Virginia, that's how they want you to feel. That's how they want you to leave feeling just like him. Yeah, no, no. I could. I, I actually have I got my papers and documents to show I could be a daughter of the Confederacy. Really? And a daughter oh. of the American Revolution. What does that, uh, that, that, that get you? I don't know. Cause I ha- I Discount at the movie theater. A lot of tea parties, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, tea I party know, invitations. I don't know. I, there's, um, there is... Uh, Daughters of the Confederacy and a Daughters of the American Revolution in Pasadena. So I was like, well, this is kind of the farthest from it to become a member of it. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm assuming fundraising. Okay. I Maybe assume. bake sales, bake sale obligations. I yeah, looked. Yeah. I learned a lot about Kentucky mm-hmm. colonelship um, during my research <laughs> about becoming a Kentucky colonel. By the way, sure. Kentucky colonel co- folks, let's make this happen. I thought, it, I thought the application was in. I wrote a beautiful letter. I'm going to leave that lie, though. If you're out there, though, seriously, right. I wrote a, you asked me to write a beautiful letter, and I did. I should be a colonel by now. That's all it takes, right? Yeah. Well, that in officer school. Okay. You, well, one down. Yeah, exactly. Down. Okay. So I, and that, the, there's. No beard? With Kentucky Colonel, I don't, I don't have a full be- I don't have a full enough beard, but I could grow like a little this, funny thing. This is all you need. I'm I could grow a little funny goat scruff on my chin. I could. I could grow a goat scruff on my yeah, chin. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, the in in the case of the Kentucky Colonels, what you do is a you raise money for charities in mm-hmm. Kentucky. Good. Uh, but also elsewhere. Like if there's like a you know natural disaster or whatever, they'll, they'll raise money for that. Sure. But primarily, and you're also sworn to defend <clears throat> the life of the governor of Kentucky. Really? Which I'm guessing isn't going to come up for me. No. I'm guessing. Do they let you do it? But so if you if you became a colonel of Kentucky in 
Los Angeles, I mean, but would you have to like drop everything sure. and just get there? Well, if he's anything like that Governor Chris Christie, you're going to be slapping ham sandwiches out of his hands. <laughs> I think. What are we, eight? Hey. <laughs> I love a fat Chris Christie joke. I just love him. <laughs> I um I I, th- I don't think you have to make yourself available. It's not like the National Guard. I think what it's There's probably like a lot is, of colonels that have to die before they would call on you. Yeah, let's say <laughs> let's say I really that, like envisioning those calls going down the yeah. list and what's who's knocking off all the colonels where it finally gets to Jesse. Oh, that's that'd be where a the fun, movie starts. That'd be kind of a fun thriller. Yeah, that's where the movie starts. I kind of think what would happen what's more likely to happen is <laughs> I'm in the back of Huaraches Azteca in Highland Park, California, okay. w- washing down my uh, Huaraches with a agua de melon. Sure, Let's like just all say. southern thrillers. Mm-hmm. Let's start. just say. Sure. And Ke- then Kevin Spacey saunters in <laughs> with a Manila file folder, sure. and then from the front room, I hear, "Y'all can't shoot me. I'm the governor of Kentucky." And then you like. Mm. That's when yeah. I have to fucking bust you, into action. You push up the, the fucking pants. Or I'm sorry, you button the fucking pants yeah. and you're in. Yeah, button, tuck, and jet. Yeah, yeah. go. Go. That's, That's why good. I always carry nunchucks. That's. That makes sense. It's in anticipation mm-hmm. of becoming. I should clarify, I'm not yet a Kentucky colonel, so. But is that part of, is that the weapon of choice? Of, of the Kentucky, Kentucky colonels? colonels? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Good. Yeah, you 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 know about Colonel Sanders, right? Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. That's how the chicken. chicken gets so tender. He nunchucks so it. Oh, tender. That's right. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hi, I'm Brian Safi. And I'm not Brian Safi. Nope. We host Throwing Shade. It's a podcast that deals with gay issues and ladies' issues. And we do it, and we do it, and we do it, do it well like LL Cool J. Here's what we do. We look at all those things, and we laugh about them because they're serious, but they're also funny. Yeah, and if you're looking for a better explanation of what we do, you're not going to find it. Check out Throwing Shade. Subscribe for free in iTunes or go to MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Biz Ellis. That's all I got. Yeah, I had the You two. can go back to awesome. Yeah, awesome was great. I could do awesome. I'm still, I'm still awesome. Amazing. Sure. Yeah, awesome. well, let's not no, go that far. Let's go awesome. Hey, we got, let's not gild the lily. Yeah. We got something <laughs> up on the uh, Jumbotron. Sure, absolutely. Uh, AxeCopWedding.com. Uh, AxeCop, I'm sure most of our uh, listeners are familiar with. It's a webcomic written by an eight-year-old and drawn by a 32-year-old. Um, <laughs> his brother, the eight-year-old's brother. brother. Yes, this is not a not a hostage situation. So the eight-year-old <laughs> says the different stuff that AxeCop does, and right. then the brother... 30. Turns it into it's a, a comic, big and age it's difference. it's actually also going to be uh, it's also going to be a TV show on the ADHD, the Fox yeah. ADHD. I, I met the guy who runs that recently. He was telling me about uh, Axe Cop. Yeah, uh, awesome. and uh, the artist of Axe Cop, Ethan, he's uh, getting married and he's selling some of his artwork to pay for the wedding. So if you like Axe Cop, go to axecopwedding.com and you can get some original sketches, some prints, and a bunch of other cool stuff. Also, hey, how about this? Where are you guys on BoatParty.biz? Yeah. Pro or con? I say you should be pro. I, I think, think this thing's going to be tremendous. We got Zena sitting out there. I bet Zena Zena's a longtime listener visiting today. I bet she's <laughs> going to come to BoatParty.biz. Who doesn't want to go on a boat? 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, and despite all those it. horrible things that happened recently on the boat, but that's not <laughs> your boat. That's not your boat. Can I clarify something about the horrible things that happened on the boat? Yeah. That was on a shit boat. Now, literally and figuratively, <laughs> yeah, I did not yeah. mean to pun there. Right, sure. That Carnival was a shit Cruise boat. Line is a shit cruise line, and will never be. As these all, have all the have all the negative <laughs> poop poop related disasters been on yes. Carnival cruises? Yes. Okay. And the reason, and we specifically chose. I mean, Carnival is like it's like a you know for college kids and backwards baseball hats and you know people, it's like spring break but on a boat. Yeah. And right. um and we just specifically chose a classy cruise line to put boatparty.biz on. Sure. Because I'm not look, I'm not going to bring Nellie Mackay into a spring break <laughs> type situation. She's a refined woman. Right. With charm and wit. Yes. She's she could excoriate someone ah. for being a bore. Right. B O O R. It could Boor. be terrible. Right. It could be terrible. I need to bring her into a classic, classy situation where one night you wear black tie. That's nice. what I need to bring her into. That's nice. And that's what we're doing on BoatParty.biz. The nice thing it about the like Max fun. fun. Seriously, though, we just, uh, we just, we've sold uh, over 100 tickets for this thing already. Uh, it is going to be totally awesome. freaking amazing. We have, if you don't already know, we have an amazing, unbelievable comedy lineup with like 10 headlining comedians. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Al Madrigal, Mark Marin, Maria Bamford, uh, Kurt and Kristen, Kurt Braunohler, and oh, Kristen Shaw. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fun. Yeah, the rest I mean, of it's pretty is boring. Fun, but those guys yeah. are fun. Uh, Eugene Merman. They're, I mean, they're fun is such a distinct they're, part like, of their like, thing. Well, I, I have fun. actually. Can I can I tell you guys a story about them? Oh, I'll tell you guys a story how they ruined my corporate career. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Oh, sure. After good. You push the Nick yeah. Thune, yeah. the gorgeous Nick Thune. Mm-hmm. He's a very handsome man. Far too handsome to be as funny as he is. Well dressed too. Mm. Eh, maybe Unfair. I'll kick him out. Unfair. I'm crossing him off the list. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Thune, you're out. Uh, and then, and then we have an amazing music show with uh, Dan Deacon and John Darnell nice. of the Mountain Goats and Nellie Mackay and John Roderick. It's going to be a blast and a half. Um, you can find more information at boatparty.biz. Uh, it's going to be great. And hey, I think we mentioned this earlier on the show, but Max Fun Drive coming up. Yeah. April. What are we looking at? First through twelfth. Is that correct? I believe that's... Kicking it off. Get on a... yourself uh, something that'll be wrapped in bubble wrap. Oh, yeah. Who knows what it might be? Might be a tumbler. Could be. Might be an extreme restraint. Might be a tumblog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I guess you would probably have to pack the restraints in bubble to, wrap. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want them just banging around and coming dented. Absolutely not. But seriously, if if you are uh, if you are not a longtime mm-hmm. listener to our show or to our shows or whether you are and you're not yet a donor... All of our shows are actually supported by people who love them and voluntarily give us some money. And we ask once a year. Um, we're going to be asking for money on these new shows that we've just launched that I'm frankly putting a lot of money into. Um, we are, uh, you know, this is this is our business. Our business is we make stuff, we give it to you for free, and if we like it, and if you like it, you give us some money. So. You got a two-week window. We got a lot of sweet-ass fucking prizes yep. lined up. Yep. D- do or die. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? I mean, I know, I know what most of your- I will literally murder you. I know what most <laughs> of your Extreme Restraints budget is already. Right. right. You can, I mean, if you're getting it as a prize, you might as well just give us the money. Fucking this twofer. Yeah. You're supporting us. That's right. For the price of your daily dildo, yeah. you could right. be supporting an entire podcast. You are your, yeah, you, you support us, and automatically lube just comes to you. Like, yeah. You don't have to go to the store. There's nothing awkward. It's going to come around. A lot of times wrap. when you listen to NPR, they use the latte example. 
Right. Of like, you know, for the price of <laughs> for the price of one latte a week you can support us. For the, for the price of your weekly dildo. Right. Or lube. Your lube your yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think this is gonna I think this is gonna be our best Max Fun Drive ever. So we have two new mm-hmm. awesome shows in One Brad One Bad Mother and Wham and, Bam Pow. And who doesn't want to support a mom? We've got new shows that have come on board with MaximumFun.org, mm-hmm. Dave Hill Podcasting, mm-hmm. Explosion and Risk. Yep. We've got all the old favorites. My brother, my brother and me, I was just listening to their show. They're they wanna they said I believe Travis said he thinks that he can wipe the floor with us. Oh boy. Mm. Um, oh boy. So we'll going to be one of those that. pledge drives. Yeah, where one we have to wipe the floor with Travis. Contentious pledge drives. So, <laughs> I mean, there is a there is a lot. It's going to be our first Max Fund drive since Bullseye <clears throat> went to NPR. There is a lot. There's of... a lot of shit talk happening on NPR with Bullseye too. That's some, <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty. I, I enjoy watching the NPR. Yeah. And well, right now there's a there's a bracket there's yeah. a bracket going on mm-hmm. on the KPCC. One of the local public radio stations yes. has a bracket on their website to find the greatest public radio show. Now, unfortunately, we drew fresh air in the first round. <laughs> I yeah. thought bad luck. Bad this luck. was right. my plan. I'm like, I I got a great social media strategy. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to waste my time on this pointless exercise. Mm-hmm. I think we can beat Fresh Air. <laughs> and then I'll be able to go to a public radio conference and tell everyone we beat Fresh yeah, Air. I think it was something like, I think we can kick Fresh Air in the balls or something. It was something very like. Yeah, I, said, very I think nice. I said yeah. I would crush them. Crush yeah. them. Their balls. Their balls. <laughs> Specifically. Right. And at the time I said this, Fresh Air was up 80% to 20% or something <laughs> like that. I announced At least this. you're not the, uh, you know, Latino voices who's up against car talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think you at least have a fighting right. chance. So I, uh, I, br- I brought it out to the world. Mm-hmm. I said, let's, let's go to kpcc.org. Let's vote for Bullseye. And it worked great, briefly. <laughs> so for about two hours, we were winning about 55-45. Yeah. This is until business started in Philadelphia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> until everyone got to their office. That's right. And then we ended up losing 85-15. Just I think what happened is I was expecting that no one else in public radio would be interested in this. But they that is not but, true. But no, as it no. turns yeah. out, first our friends at on the media started yeah. tweeting about it. Then All Things Considered started tweeting oh, about yeah. it. Boy. Morning Edition, I heard them talking about it on more. I was dropped Katie Bell off, and I'm driving, and they're talking about brackets and like, oh, about sports brackets. They go all this whole piece on brackets, and then they wrap it up with, and there's a little bracket going on for NPR shows. <laughs> Everybody was really into it. And you know what? The truth is, like, when a Prairie Home Companion is driving their <laughs> two million listeners to, to KBCC.org, I got to tell you, they ain't voting for bullseye. Vaint, vaint. Vaint, vaint. I had hopes for our friend John Moe in his show Wits that might might that was headed up against a Perry Home Companion, but yeah. <laughs> you, you get a certain number of car talk fans in there, sure. and yeah, yeah. You don't want to mess with the machine. I am surprised that they own computers. Uh huh. That mm. was the surprise. Well, they have web they TV. Click. Oh, that's right. Microsoft Web TV. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. They have the same in their home. They have the same system that like a hotel does for pay per view, and then they have an old N sixty four controller that you can order movies with. Moral of the moral of the story is we're going to need your support in the Max Fun Drive <laughs> so that we can buy the services of Jeremy from Sports Night. I even got okay. So on Sports <laughs> Night, there was an episode where Casey and Dan, the protagonists, mm-hmm. were in an online <clears throat> poll against each other, and Casey hired Dan, uh, hired Jeremy to to uh, crush Dan in the poll. <laughs> so Jeremy's a nerd and he set up a TCP IP whatever, right? 
So I thought, we know Jeremy from mm-hmm. Sports Night. He's a friend of ours. He's been on Jordan Jesse Go. He probably knows how to legitimately do this. So I drop him a line. He tweeted about it to all his fans sure. from the various television programs he's on. He's on like House of Cards or something right now. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Scandal? He's on Scandal. Scandal. Yeah. So I, I thought, well, if we got Jeremy from Sports Night on this thing, how can we lose? It turns out we can lose very, very badly. badly. Yeah, <laughs> very yeah. badly. And fast. Very badly. Anyway, BoParty.biz brought to you by KCRW, Splitsider, MaximumFun.org, and MailChimp. The Max Fun Drive starting at the beginning of April. And uh, if anyone has a time machine and access to poll switching software, <laughs> please go Something to Something that just switches one poll number for the other. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Bizellas. Super mom. Hey, guess oh, what, Oh, why Biz? did I say one bad mother? Fuck me. Sorry. Ask me again. You Sorry. know what? I have a new I have a new nickname for you. <laughs> Do you? New and notable. Hey, mm. I, am, I am very new and notable. Notable quotable. I According so... to the editors of Information Tunes. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Internet Tunes? Yep. iTunes. They keep the... Um, we seem to res- ra- run. We're running. You guys were number one in New and Notable. You weren't just in a, New and Notable. Like, you were ruling like the school. For a week and a half. We're still, we're still number one in New and Notable, which uh, does my non-performing ego of three years a world good. <laughs> you guys are racking up listeners. I'm getting what? fucking, I'm getting emails about, oh, they changed my life. I'm like, they have two episodes. The moms, <laughs> the moms have spoken. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, it's, I remember how like, Bummed out I was by what's available for parents with a sense of humor out there. Like, you know, you got there are a couple of really great books. Dave Barry's yeah. Guide to Guys. <laughs> That's right. There are a couple of great books. But, like, I don't even like the suck. Even the sitcoms make me sometimes want to stick a pen in my ear. You know, like, I'm just like, eh. And so uh, you don't relate to Patricia Heaton. <laughs> I, don't, I don't relate to a lot of people, but um, like actually, it turns out I relate to quite a few very awkward people out there with children, which is yeah. great. They're like me. Um, yeah, no. So I think uh, you guys are racking up. Hey, I, all I'm saying moms. is I have access to the listenership data, mm-hmm. and they're racking up some serious numbers. Wow, the moms serious like numbers, the swears. Huh? Serious numbers. Moms <laughs> yeah. like swears. I bet it's tough for a for a parent who is cool. It seems like cool parent stuff is such a new. Well, you can't make jokes you know. about your kid without everybody like thinking that you're going to call child services. Sure. I mean, I actually used to joke, "Please God, don't call child services," and right. you know, people just pack up their play date and go. Yeah. Um. It's it's you know I don't know it's all it's bullshit it, the whole thing. I think people the more you make fun of the whole experience, the healthier and happier your entire experience will be. That's a good philosophy. The end. Yeah. <laughs> When something Seems like mo- a good philosophy. When something momentous <laughs> happens to our listeners, we ask that they call us at 206-984-4-FUN. 206-984-4-FUN. And a few of you have done so. Let's roll out a couple momentous occasions. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Brian from South Florida with a momentous occasion. It is Monday morning. I'm heading south on Interstate 95, keeping up with traffic at about 75 miles an hour, and a white Mazda just zoomed by me. About a couple minutes ago, maybe going 90, and I had that thought. I've had a million times. I wish there was a cop here right now. And then a black Dodge Charger came flying around me with its lights blazing, pulled that Mazda over. It's a good feeling. Uh, insert 2013 slogan here because I cannot remember it. Thanks. <laughs> Immortal, power, Immortal power, plug power, plug it in. It in. 
I got a great Immortal Power plug it in fan art. I just I just got. Oh, cool. I'm gonna post it on my Tumblr. It's a fucking ape, and he's got lightning bolts. He's a purple ape. <laughs> I like how the I like bolts. how the ape is stuck. The ape is just a part of. Well, apes slogans. are very powerful. They're very powerful. Yeah. I mean, granted, there are other powerful beasts. Wildebeest. Mm-hmm. None more Hyenas. so than the ape. Hyenas are not powerful. Yeah, I mean they're powerful they're strategically. Zena, Zena just okay. So our listener Zena, who happens to be visiting us here in Los Angeles, just leaned her head into the window. Like I can't quite see her where she's sitting. She leaned her head into the window, brought, brought her eyes to like full on full owl, full owl, and just went. <laughs> meaning, I do not think that was the noise she was meaning making. Meaning, well, we don't know exactly uh, what noise true. she the was making. It's soundproof. That's true. But she, she's very clear that hyenas are powerful. Yeah. They're they scavengers. Have powerful jaws. Right. Can, and laughs. Powerful laughs. Sure, powerful laughs. They can crush a bone to get the marrow. Is that a what you Powerful you're pack mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Powerful family units. Yep. If I was That's making a kind of power, if yeah. you were making a list of powerful animals, though, what would would hyena be number two? I mean, I sorry for <laughs> thinking outside the box. I'm not going to make your just everyday powerful animal list. Okay, oh. yeah, I guess I could make the world's best movies list and Godfather 2001. But hey, I'm going outside <laughs> the box. There's other great films and there's other powerful animals. You know what? I'm going to give you an example of outside the box thinking for both. Your movie list sure. and the animal list. <laughs> Chud. <laughs> Chuds. The Orca, most... the killer whale. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Chuds. That's a, that takes care of both categories. That's Chuds. Right. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers are indeed powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess they're not animals, though. One time I, I guess. Was... <laughs> sorry, sorry to any Chuds out there listening. <laughs> One time I was listening to I know. Our, friend, uh, our friend Elvis Mitchell's program, mm-hmm. friend of MaximumFun.org, Elvis Mitchell's program, The Treatment, wonderful interview show. And he was interviewing another friend of MaximumFun.org, mm-hmm. actually, Bill Hader, mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live's Bill Hader. And uh, they could not remember what Chud's stood for. <laughs> and I happen to know because our friend Gene's dad was in Chud. Yeah. I've never seen Chud, but I knew oh, that because have you not seen Chud? our well, former co-host Gene's dad was in the movie. <laughs> you know, and there's the movie Chud, not a lot of Chuds. No, there's no. a couple Chuds at the end, but the movie is surprisingly Chud-free. It's a Chud very free. misleading title. It is kind of misleading. I and yeah, I, the best part about Chud is is the title. <laughs> so I emailed- Nothing that happens you've in You've seen Chud. the movie if you've seen the title. Yeah. I emailed Elvis Mitchell and Bill Hader and said, I can't believe you couldn't remember that it's cannibalistic humanoid oh, underground Jesse. dwellers. And then immediately upon sending it- <laughs> Hater emails me back. He's like, yeah, a bunch of people emailed me that. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm the guy. You're one of those guys. I'm the person. I just did it. You're that guy who's already emailed us that the Martin Scorsese movie is Hugo. That's right. Without finishing the podcast. That's right. The teacher has become the teaching. I felt like that. I was watching. I was listening to uh, to um, the Flop House, which is a very funny, (laughs) bad movie podcast. And uh, they made the mistake that the movie In Time uh, they thought Olivia Wilde was um, Justin Timberlake's girlfriend when she was actually his mom, uh, <laughs> and then my impulse to my impulse to email was right. so, so great. violent. Yeah, and then yeah, I feel like it I was had like to, a hyena I trying to, to email. Yeah. Right, I had to pull yeah. the car over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And just let and my just jack just off let, real quick. Yeah, and let my <laughs> and somebody expel my nerd rage. <laughs> I would now to be fair. Yeah. I was not negative at all in this email. Right. I was being fun. 
I will say that and these you people like are had a smiley face at the actual end like acquaintances XO, of mine. XOXO friendly Jesse. acquaintances Friend. of mine. <laughs> but dot dot dot. Yeah, I was that guy. Any the I, pedanted yeah. had become the pedant. I feel like no matter how. <laughs> how kind or jokey the correction email or tweet is. It wasn't a correction it's also. It's always like this. That's this right. is how it sounds. Thanks, yeah. Dick. That's what you're, yeah. that's what they want to email back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I yes. got it. Thanks. I got it. This is the voice. Sad so face. I want to apologize yeah. to Elvis Mitchell and Bill sure. Hader <laughs> who know a thousand times more things about everything in the world <laughs> than I do as evidenced by their discussion which I I Chud was the only thing I recognized. Yeah. In their in their so fucking profoundly in-depth discussion of cinema that it blew yeah. my mind. But I bet you had a little moment. I bet you probably listening to this feeling like I haven't seen any of these movies and then Chud comes and you're up. Like, Chud. Here's a, I I can well, I just I thought can I take could, a moment. I was trying to ha- I was trying to be helpful. Yeah. To be fair in a in a fun silly way, but sure. I I it doesn't ever it's wrong, always wrong. It's oh. always wrong. Should that I guy think, be I, calling you driving I think assume, miles I think an hour? assume. Yeah, also this guy. <laughs> don't, I'm like, sorry. Kill myself. Someone should pull you over. <laughs> I think just the rule is that probably if someone is on a podcast or a show or something. Or in and they're, public. And they're spinning their wheels. Assume they've Googled it after the show. Yeah. Can I say one other thing hmm. that I feel is important? I also included a dick pic. Hmm. Okay. But okay. the dick pic probably just is like, look at me. <laughs> I'm a dick. That's probably what they saw the dick right. saying. Yeah. Even, they you know, no matter how fun it was. I thought it was just a fun, like, hey, aren't, aren't we all friends? Yeah. Mm, you guys Show me yours. Yeah. Not, not Let's friends. all get together next time Bill's in L.A. We can <laughs> watch Chud. I don't mm. want to watch Chud. Too boring. <laughs> it's a bad Too movie. boring. It's a bad movie. Anyway, Elvis Mitchell only hangs out at hotel bars. That's his thing. <laughs> one of those guys. He's one of those guys who knows all the people at the hotel bar. True story. <laughs> Brian Fernandez. Next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. Uh, this is Dane. I am calling to report a momentous occasion. I just recently moved into a new apartment. Uh, there had been an, an older lady living there previously, and I just checked my mail from yesterday. And lo and behold, my mailbox, there was a catalog from the Pyramid Collection. Yes. And it is just as fantastic as you had said, Jesse. You remember it's amazing. Collection. Oh, no, you don't. I don't remember. <laughs> Thanks. The Bye. The Pyramid Collection was something that came up actually on an episode mm-hmm. where the co-host was Nick Adams. Okay. Um, the best catalog ever. Yes, it is an amazing it catalog. Amazing. They, you're looking at books, DVDs, dresses. novelties, potions. <laughs> That's right. Dresses. And, and then occasionally... There is a pleasuring device, in it, I, like that, which is fairly new to the Pyramid Collection and as then, a lifelong catalog receiver. And then you're like, what, is that a dildo? Like, like I was really what? surprised It's to just see a it. catalog of stuff? Is it like a it's sky a, mall? It's, it's, like a, it's like Cat Lady, <laughs> yeah. the catalog. Okay. So you have your vibrating dildos, okay. your unicorn-themed yeah. jewelry. Like pyramid art with like an eye or a crystal at the top. Oh, so it's, claws. So, wait, so it's and, like, a, ma- it's like a Freemason catalog? <laughs> it's, got, it's something like, for women. Women who wear loose-fitting velvet pants. Or, okay. Or sweatshirts with cats. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, both. Or okay. both at the same time. Is this like, cat. is this for... Hi, my high school AP U.S. history teacher Wind is who child. this is yeah. for. Yeah, because this... yeah, I was, I was going to ask, is this for art teachers or is this for the lady who works at Walmart? This is for the women who see themselves as Bette Midler all in purple. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
This is for, for a Bette brassy Midler dame. Ass. Brassy. This is brassy. Yeah, this is women. This is for women who have a bumper who, like my father, have a bumper sticker <laughs> on their car that says, uh, "Warning: contains an outrageous older woman." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yep. the pyramid catalog. Yeah, a lot of purple. <laughs> what 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 kind of DVDs? I mean, Bette Midler live from Radio City. Like, what's well, a lot of meditation DVDs? Oh, okay. You know, like a lot of waterfall DVDs. Yeah. Oh man, when sex that ca- after the great change. That's right. When that catalog comes, <laughs> Stefan and I get very excited. That seems exciting. It is. We do enjoy going through a catalog. Yeah, I mean, it seems like yeah. If you are in an old lady's apartment, you're probably getting some. I really thought the guy was going to say, "I opened up the mailbox and I got her social security check." And I'm calling you from <laughs> right. like what I, I I'm really calling you from thought, Vegas. I put it all on black. Vegas. That's right. Two zero six nine eight four for fun or JJ go at maximumfun.org if you've got a momentous occasion in the future. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Biz Ellis, one bad mother. Well, it's been a delight to have you here, Biz. I'm sure that many mothers, fathers, and unattached persons. Mm in our audience have already clicked subscribe on One Bad Mother. I, I, we actually have quite a few non-moms and or non-parents uh, mm-hmm. uh, who, who tell us they enjoy the show. Yeah, welcome to the nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> welcome to it. I'm your bus driver, and I will take you on a very detailed tour of you're the ghost of see. You're the ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> I am. I am. I will say that as a as a childless person, uh, you know this the new idea of you know like it's it's Louis C.K. talking frankly about his kids, calling his kid a cunt, and uh, the the Lori Kilmartins, the shitty moms, the go to the fuck the sleeps of the world. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Lori Kilmartin, recent guest. Yes, recent guest on the show. That's right. Uh, I really appreciate how uh, cathartic that must be to parents, cool parents who don't you know just want to watch. Oogie loves and listen to Raffi. Right. As a childless person, it's terrifying. <laughs> it has really made having a child, like when I listen to all of those kind of revisionist, honest parent things, it is terrifying. It, well, you know, that's the goal. That's the goal. Just, yeah. uh, you know, scare the shit out of you and continue to make- Keep the population just down. Just keep the population down. Yeah. No, it's- uh, there is, I think, something therapeutic about it, and uh, there's enough out there to make you feel like you're totally fucking it up 90% of the time, <laughs> like all the time, and that you're failing. So uh, it's nice to, you know, read the Laurie Martins and the Louis C.K.'s and, like, and everybody else that's out there. There are about a bazillion mom blogs out there with people being very honest and very fucking funny. But don't, but don't worry too much, Jordan. Yeah. If you start yeah. to, hi- if you're listening to One Bad sure. Mother, right. You start to hyperventilate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just switch over to our friend Cameron Esposito <laughs> and her show, Way Bam Pow. They're probably talking about Demolition Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. terrific. I, I, absolutely. So it's just kind of a, it's just kind of a diluting. Yeah. Process. Yeah, That's you want right. to you want to check out some Judge Dread talk. You yeah. go to Wham Bam Pow. You yeah, you want to go over to some inverted well, breastfeeding. You know, oh, sure. I don't want to spoil it for you, but yeah. You want to talk <laughs> about surprising places where one can find surprise some fecal matter. <laughs> one bad mother's your place. That's right. Well, I don't want to listen to anything that's trying to tell me that new Judge Dread movie is any good. <laughs> no, I'm talking not. about the old Judge Dread movie. Well, I don't want to hear anybody they tell me that any Judge Dredd movie Our is worth watching. Our whole next show is about oh, Judge Dredd, about sadly. Who plays Sylvester Stallone's twin in the first Judge Dredd? It's someone who's like... Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's something say. like that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Don't send me an email. I'm going to look it up after the podcast. Uh, hey, listen. 
Mario Van Peebles? April 1st. (laughs) April 1st is the start of the Max Fun Drive. Go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the cool stuff that's on the way. Um, I'm sure you will. We are going to blow it out with great guests. And we've got a live streaming show coming up. The last day of the Pledge Pledge Drive, Friday night, Live from Max Fun headquarters, Jordan Jesse Go featuring Biz among other people. We'll have lots of lots of the LA Max Fun talent will be in the lots building, drop ins, hanging out with us. Uh, Max Dane Fun Drive is going to do three hours. <laughs> He's going to bump us all. We got Chappelle to do an eight hour set <laughs> yep. at the end, um, and uh, we will be streaming it live online at maximumfun.org on Friday. I want to say it's April twelfth. Does yes, that sound I right? Friday, April twelfth, yeah. the evening of Friday, April twelfth. And just in general, you know, thousands of people out there support Maximum Fun. You could become one of them during the Max Fun Drive. It's going to be great. Yeah, get yourself some tumblers. Get yourself an intimacy kit. Oh, my God. That's totally worth it. Just pour the yeah. lube. Get both. Get both. You yeah. Or put the lube the into lube the... In. Yeah. Sure, make a lube cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> we got bubble wrap to blow through, people. You yeah, you can fuck on that if you want to. That's right. Who cares? Just donate. Sunny D. Fuck on whatever. Sunny D is on the boards. Brian Fernandez, our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. We will talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.